it's that time of year or almost that time of year where having a little extra cha-ching in the bank account would really make a big difference, especially with the holidays. So I want to help in a way that I think I can by giving away a $500 Amazon gift card. For a chance to win it, all you have to do is one of two things. Either A, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send a screenshot to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com or share it out on social media. Let people know that we exist there with a link to our show through your favorite podcast player so others can go and find the show and listen as well. One of two ways. Send me a screenshot of either and you'll be entered to win. All you got to do is send it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. That's contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. Good luck. This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. My name is Melanie, and when I was married to my ex-husband, we lived in San Diego in my brother-in-law's house, and which he had purchased from a widow, or a uh, yes, a widow, um, and her husband had died um, not too long before that. And uh, my brother-in-law worked in Ireland, so my ex-husband and I and our two children, we had the house to ourselves, and it was an older home. And in the hallway to where these bedrooms were, there was a uh, light up on the top of the wall that required you to uh, actually turn a switch. It wasn't like a switch on a, with a wall plate. <clears throat> you had to actually turn the switch on the light itself. And it was way up at the top of the the wall there. So my children couldn't have reached that. And shortly after we had moved in, um, we were in bed and I woke up and I'm looking at our um, bedroom door and this figure of a man was standing there and as I realized what I was looking at, this man started coming towards us like he was floating and um, got to the edge of my bed and looked at me, uh, kind of bent over a little bit and looked. And then uh, by that point, I was wide awake and realized what I was seeing. And at that moment, he started just very slowly backing out of the bedroom and disappeared in the hallway. Um, in the weeks following that, the lights in the bedroom were the kind of lights that you had to uh, push in and and turn to uh, at the wall to to turn them on. And uh, I'd go to bed, we'd turn the lights off, and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and my light would be on. Then I started noticing the hall light was on. And uh, like I said, my children were little, so they couldn't have done that. And I kept asking my ex-husband if he had done that. He said no, but this would go on for, you know, weeks at a time. The lights would go on in my bedroom and, and then in the hallway. And then they started coming on in the kids' room. But I never felt threatened. Well, we mentioned this to my uh, brother-in-law and he had said that uh, and we didn't know that he had purchased the house from a widow at that point Um, but when we mentioned this to my brother-in-law he 
explained to us that he had bought the house from this widow, and she was now in a, a nursing home. So my belief is that this the husband who had died recently was looking for his wife because that was their bedroom that they used to sleep in. After that, uh, I never saw the man again, but we would leave to go visit my parents uh, for the weekend in Orange County. And in this house, you had blinds that were the kind of blinds that were like a, a, a roll up. They weren't like slap blinds, but they were the kind that were like a, a roll up. So you would pull it down and then it would go up. And I had always pulled the blinds down and I had turned certain lights on in the house before we'd leave. And inevitably we'd come home and the blinds would be up. The curtains, the cafe curtains, rod and all would be neatly placed at the bottom of my windows in in the living room and dining room area. Um, In one instance, when we came home, that happened as well, but opposite lights that I had turned on, uh, the opposite lights would be uh, turned on, and the ones that I had turned on were off. But the most significant time was when um, all of those things that I just mentioned happened, but at the same time, all my furniture was in the center of the room, all my plants in the house that had been around the living room and dining room area were all now placed on my coffee table. And I can't rule out that somebody maybe broke into the house or had a key at some point and was playing a joke or something, but I don't believe so. Um, The doors were all locked. There was no uh, evidence of foul play or anything like that, but I don't have an explanation for that. The same, um, this all centers around my ex-husband's family to this, this type of um, activity. Um, his, we grew up in, in Garden Grove, California, and that's where his parents were as well as my parents. And um he was in the Navy, and so he was gone, and I was staying with his family in Garden Grove, and I went to work, and I had come home to their house, and I opened the front door, and I went in the house. I went straight to the kitchen to get something to drink, and I could hear my sister-in-laws, two of them specifically, at the back of the house having a conversation. I could hear what they were talking about, and I... Uh, went got my drink and I went down the hall fully expecting to see my sister-in-laws and there was nobody home and as I walked down the hall the the chatter got quiet and like I said there was nobody in the house another time I was in the house alone and um, I was coming down the hall and this ball of light came out of a bedroom and it was very aggressive and came after me. Uh, And in another instance, the front doorknob, I watched it being turned, but there was nobody on the other side. People that would come and stay the night at this house um, 
that had no knowledge of anything because we didn't talk about it with people um, would complain that they were being pulled by their feet or um, pushed around in the middle of the night. And I am a sensitive, I can feel things and sense things. Um, and I could tell where all of these, I, I just call them things, just entities around the house. And I would point them out to my ex-husband where they were at. And they had brought in an exorcist, somebody from a friend of the family. And as I followed them around, they were pointing out every spot that I had pointed out except for one spot. So uh, the we finally realized that what was happening is the mother, my mother-in-law and one of my sister-in-laws had gone to a healing seminar at uh, the Anaheim Stadium one year. This was back in the 70s. And uh, they were had put up a shrine because we're Catholic and they had put up a, a little shrine to the Virgin Mary and they were praying on average 12 to 13 hours a day. And I'm convinced that they had, uh, through this, had invited uh, some negative energy um, into this house and it was causing quite a commotion. In fact, we had to uh, commit my mother-in-law for a three-day psychiatric bit because of her, um, she became um, violent and and so on. But after we cleansed the house, things settled down a little bit, but things like this have continued to follow me throughout my um, my years. I still have um, doors shutting. It doesn't matter which house I'm in. I hear doors. My children hear them because um, I'll ask them, "Did you just hear that? That? Did you just hear that?" I don't say, "Did you hear that door? Did you just hear that?" And they'll say, "Yeah, I heard the door." But nobody will be there um, to opening a door or closing a door, and it's not a door from a win. Um, like from upstairs or something. It's it's always my front door. I also have um, children, I believe, that follow me from house to house because I've moved a few times, and they run down the hall, and I can hear them running back and forth and up and down the stairs. And um, Anyway, so that's my story this time. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and thank you for your show. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Hey, got a crazy family? Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called my crazy family available wherever you get podcasts just search my crazy family right now press subscribe and don't miss any brand new episodes of my crazy family you can even share your stories if you so please we, we'd love to hear them my crazy family search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts